Welcome to Everyday Animism, a weekly podcast exploring all things animism, particularly how animism impacts everyday life. The podcast is hosted by Kelly Harrell, Brandis Schnabel, and Janet Roper. Let's dive in. Hello We're there. We're at the same time. Oh my mm-hmm. gosh, it's a miracle. Very nice. I can hear everyone. We're here at the same time. Apparently Anchor's like sign is Pisces since we're in Mercury retrograde in Pisces. And Anchor is working. Yay. Yay. Good for Anchor. Mm-hmm. I'm glad somebody's functional. Yeah. Me too. This week did have fires. Yeah. Yeah, I think everything is like Pisces style on fire. Happy spring. Happy, uh, well, almost spring. Happy spring. It is, it's going to be equinox on the 20th. Mm -hmm. Um, And we've decided to talk about that today. So we're going to talk about it. Who wants to start? (laughs) I feel like it's already started to affect me. I'm finding that I have more energy. And that I'm getting up earlier and that I'm getting more things done. Well, I hate you a little bit, but I'm very happy. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, what is that like? <laughs> Could you go into detail? Might take a few notes. <laughs> well, let me put a PS to that that after we get done here, I think it's nap time. <laughs> Naps are good. Yeah, they are. I definitely feel it shifting though. I, um, I mean, it's back down in the forties today, but yesterday it was in the seventies and there was that smell. <laughs> There's been more sunshine. <laughs> and, um, but yeah, it's also, you know, mercury and retrograde. So it's just, it's also been like a, it's almost like spring can't decide if it's coming or not. Usually it's more indecisive once it's arrived right now. It feels like it's, It's just sort of in a tug of war with winter. That's a good way to put it. I I like that. Yeah. It's going to be in the 50s and 60s here next week. And I think that's awfully early to have that high of a temperature here. It was 74 here yesterday. And I I just had to like catch myself because I was hot. I mean, I was like, really? Seriously? It was stuffy. And I thought the same thing. I'm like, that's, it's really early for it to be that warm here. But um, like all the Bradford pears are blooming and they reek. They're so gross. And that's all you can smell outside right now. So that's the beginning of spring for us. We're, we're, we're there. It is, it's rolling. For me personally, I've been kind of, in the bowels of Tiwaz, which is the rune right now, but it, but by the time we get to Ostara, it has already transitioned into Burkana. So it's a little bit more gentle and I'm just kind of hanging on to that by a thread right now. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and it's crazy because um, like it's 74 in North Carolina yesterday and I'm in Ohio and it was, yeah, it was like 72, 73. Wow. Now it's 40 something. We had like tornadoes in the area last night. You guys really got hit last night, right? Yeah, I'm. I'm reasonably certain I actually drove in very close proximity to a small tornado last night. Wow. I've 
and I told Kelly and Janet, like I told both of you that, um, yeah, it was the scariest drive home I've had. I was coming home from a meeting in the evening. Um, and I, I had to stop driving in the middle of the road cause I couldn't see anything. It was just water everywhere. It was wind and water. The car was, it was just, it was crazy. Um, but it's been, an, it's interesting. And it, I feel like I'm much more connected to the energy of the seasonal shift for me, which is about this very, um, winter is this very sort of reflective hibernation period of like replenishing and resting hopefully to the degree that we can. And, um, you know, just like there's a survival mode to it. That's sort of natural if you live in a, in a four climate or a four season climate. And then spring for me, I I feel like people tend to want to like leapfrog over what spring is for me, which is not so much about like starting things, but about carefully reflecting on like what winter gave us. And then this plant, it's like this, um, for me, it's not even necessarily right away about the planting of new seeds, which is sort of the symbolism around it, but the like, what's the state of the soil? What is, what's the garden look like? Does it need, do we need to clean up? Do, you know, like, what do I want to be, what what do I want to have growing when the sun is like full force and I've got this, you know, blossoming garden in the backyard? Like, what do I actually want to have growing back there? What do I have the energy to like tend and weed? And um, I feel like there's like spring is more of a transitional energy for me in the same way that fall is. And we tend, I feel like we tend to want to have more of a like, clean your whole house kind of energy that's very like action oriented. And I'm not sure this season is necessarily about just action, but more about preparing for the more full force action of like the summer energy. It's an awkward stage for me. It's it's like a Jan Brady kind of middle thing where I'm stretching like I'm just getting up and I'm kind of stretching and I'm not ready for full-on action yet I'm not even sure I'm ready to assess the soil to be honest but um but it but it is kind of more of a I don't know how to distinguish it because people I hear people say the same thing about fall and as we move closer to that equinox and Samhain but my feeling around spring is that it it's just awkward for me. I I'm mm-hmm. I can't find my bearings in it. And here it flip flops, like we were saying. I mean, the literal weather continues to flip. That is spring here. It just wobbles until it completely plops into ninety degree weather. Yeah, and it's that that sort of. I feel like fall can do the same thing in different ways, and it's it's just for me that allows it to be a bit of a transition. Like for, and I, I was, um, I cannot remember where I was reading this, but I have this notebook that I keep all of my things that I tie to each of the seasons. And I'd forgotten that there tends to be like a time of day symbolism, like winter is night where you're sleeping, slumbering, resting. Summer is like high noon and fall is like evening. And, spring is morning and it's like you don't start morning by like launching a million things you like you said like that symbolism of like waking up like you know how a cat will just like stretch its whole body and um when it when it wakes up like we're we're kind of yeah waking up stretching like there's there's like the mundane prep of like you know you wake up most people go pee and like and it's like do you need coffee do you need breakfast like 
how'd you sleep? What'd you dream about? Like, what didn't you get done yesterday? What's, what's actually on the agenda? I feel like spring has a lot of that energy where it's like, there's an assessing and, you know, first of yourself before you can step into the assessment of the more external stuff. And I, I kind of like that. I mean, I think maybe that's why spring and fall feel like my favorite seasons really mm-hmm. in that I, I like to be reflect. I mean, I'm, I'm a reflective person. I'm a very, like, I, I like to think, I like to look at how things work. I like to tweak how things are working. Um, are you good so at puzzles, I, Brandy? My good at puzzles depends on the kind of puzzle. Cause that to me sounds like what you're talking about, putting puzzle pieces together. Hmm. I don't know. I like easy puzzles. I'm not a, my, I don't, I don't know that I'm a puzzle person. My husband is a puzzle person. Like he likes the, the 3d bazillion pieces. Oh. Like I would, I would light one of those on fire. Seriously. It, I'm the same way with coloring books too. Like adult coloring books. Like, one of those on fire. <laughs> yeah. But like, coloring books adult coloring books why do they make them so much harder for adults like why don't we get to enjoy a regular picture i can't even see that shit half the time yeah i like kid coloring books where like there's a picture at the end of like a you know if you color for 15 minutes or a half an hour or whatever it's like a reasonable like sit down finish a picture kind of coloring now don't faint but i like the adult coloring books because then i can use my glass pen and my different inks, and you know how I love my different inks, and I can just play to my heart's content with it. Yes, I have those. I have those arenas, but they're not. They're not necessarily. I feel very pressured to finish things that are. There's like a, a completion element to them. For me, the doodling is about like, a page where like I get to decide when the doodle's done, and it's it's interesting because this is actually making me think about. Um, You know, when people do this, like planning or you're like assessing and making plans kind of phase, like there's all this pressure to make like a six month trajectory. And then what's your one year plan? What's your three year plan? What's your five year plan? And it's like, the fuck? I want the kid coloring book version. What am I going to get done this season? Like, it doesn't five years from now. I really hope I don't know what I want my life to look like five years from now. Seriously, I hear you on that. I always get nauseous when people ask me that. Yep. Yeah. Where do you want to be five year in five years? Like live. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's pretty much all I got right now, and I'm okay yeah. with that. Yeah. And maybe some chocolate. You know, chocolate would be nice. But I, I mean, I feel like I don't really care about chocolate, but alive and like, I always want to have a really good journal. And a, and a phone. Yeah. I like my technology and I like my paper and pens and the rest I'm, I'm like, yeah, I can use them for whatever's, whatever's on the agenda in the moment. Some good music. Five years from now, I'll be in my forties. I don't fucking know. I know. I know. Right. Yeah. And I don't think I need to. I, you know, I'm doing okay to transition from one season to the next right now. I'm good. I don't need to look that far ahead. Yeah. I think we can be intentional about these things without, I can be intentionally grounded and looking around me and looking internally 
and observing all of it in an intentional and sort of forward looking kind of way without knowing where I'll be at 42 or 43. I'm almost 38. What is that math? Is that the right math? You just call it and I'll agree. Yeah. Okay. Let's just pull that number out of the air. That's good. Okay. Well, when I'm 3011, I'll decide <laughs> what I'm doing when I'm 3011. There you go. Do you think that sometimes when people are looking that far into the future that they're missing what's right under the nose? I, I think it's I think that to a certain degree, like feeds some people to have a thing to aim toward. I think you can be grounded in aiming toward. I, I, I think it's really dangerous to be too planful about the specifics of it. Like I can say in five years, I mean, there's more that I want than just to be alive. Like, I hope I'm financially sustainable and I have some ideas of what I want that to look like, but I'm able to hold them very flexibly, very flexibly. And I don't need to make a, a spreadsheet or a firm commitment around them. And some people do. Some people like that's, you know, if they look at that on a weekly, monthly basis and say, what am I doing right now that eventually feeds that end goal? Like, cool. But for me, it's not quite as grounded in right now. Not to be too spoilery, but um, one of the things that comes up specifically in the weekly rune over the next week, because we're transitioning into Burkana, but um mm -hmm just kind of one of the philosophies of Burkana that comes up is, you know, we're coming out of Tiwaz as the rune and it's kind of like, it, it's a clearing house of something that we need to make a radical change about. And then Burkana kind of comes in and it's perceived as like what you're describing, this sort of quiet place where we can just kind of sit there and look around and see what things have gone on and, how, how we feel about them. And that's really the key thing. It's not about assessing the things. It's about how we feel about them. Like it can't be this head level. Uh, what am I going to do? Where am I going to go? How am I going to do it? Did I do this badly last time? It, it can't work that way. This has to be the point that we kind of sit back and say, um, how, how did this affect me? Like, how, how am I doing with this and what do what needs need to be met right now so that whatever the hell I do down the line I'm okay to do it yeah it's interesting because I always think when I have read about Burkana that it's uh I feel like the key word I think around it is birth mm -hmm. and I like that nuance to it of like there's sort of a there's sort of this half step right before things are birthed that or like when things are birthing, it's not necessarily about what we're birthing intentionally, but what's birthing in our lives and what are we doing with it and what do we want to make of it and make with it? Does that make sense? I hear yeah. you. Yeah. So spring, what, um, what do you two do for, um, Kelly, you have kids. Do you do the Ostara thing on the Equinox? We do. We do. It's really important for me to keep that, um, to, to keep that sacred. It, it's one of the ones that I feel pretty strongly about. So yeah, we do the whole like, you know, egg hunt thing. And um, 
we all, honestly, we usually do a lot of yard work around this time of year. And so it puts all of us in the place to notice what's happening immediately in the nature spirits that we're engaged with all the time. And um, honestly, this year, there's a lot of stuff that's just not coming back. Like we've had such a really um, tumultuous, like up and down, dry, wet for about two years now, two full cycles of hot seasons that a lot of stuff is just dead. And so we, we're kind of like death walking a lot of stuff this spring and also um, making the plans for what needs to be here because we, we have to do something. You know, we're in a position, at least yard wise, that it can't stay bare because things will take over that are unwanted. So that's right. going to be part of our ritual this year. I like that. And I, I was actually just looking at my calendar and I realized I'm off. Uh, I, I don't have any clients scheduled for the 20th. Um, and what's really interesting is my, my child's, um, my daughter's kindergarten registration is on Wednesday. Mm-hmm. The only thing I have that day is this like sort of rite of, you know, passage yeah starting um and I didn't really think about it when I think I scheduled it and didn't even really think about it I just plugged it into a empty spot in the calendar um but you yeah and I'm I'm just thinking about um I usually give Tilly uh, we usually give her a little basket from the Ostara bunny on the front stoop um she like goes outside and sees what's left but I the thing is here it's like the weather might still be wintry so the yard work isn't really it's not we're we're really not at a point where we can go out and I almost did it yesterday when it was in the 70s I almost told my husband to go ahead and like uncover the deck furniture and let's hose off the deck and get things set up and then you know good thing I didn't do that before the tornadoes (laughs) but um yeah I'll have to think about you know the egg hunt thing and I do like doing the egg hunt. She's just always been a little young for it. And it's always been a little cold. I don't know. And for me, I've still got too much ice and snow to do the yard work. But I can go to some of the nurseries and start planning what I want. Looking what they've yeah. got. I love going to nurseries. Oh, me too. It's a dangerous thing. Mm-hmm. And I've, I've actually, you know, over last summer, I, summer and fall, I had really good light in my office and I just loaded my office with plants Yeah. and they've struggled. Uh, I mean, I, I only have east facing, east and north facing windows. So these plants that were loving this room during summer and fall, um, they've really struggled and a lot of them aren't making it to spring. So it's interesting to kind of think about it a little differently now in terms of what am I going to maybe plant and pot in this room? I'm in my office. Um, that's going to, that's actually going to live through a year, you know, like thinking forward a little more than I usually do with plants and say like, what of the, what of these things is going to really do well when I've got sunlight, but is also going to be able to rest quietly and still live through winter. There's a lot that goes into planning for that. Mm -hmm. I didn't realize how thirsty some of my plants were um, until one of my friends pointed it out. And then I, you know, like, yeah, they are thirsty. 
And I was thinking it's wintertime, let them rest, let them draw back a little bit. But apparently I let them draw back too much. So I'm making amends for that now. When my building, the, when the heat is turned on, like the rooms get really dry. And so I've noticed I've had to water a lot more during winter because a lot of these plants are actually in like close proximity to a register or, you know, when I'm not here and the door shut, it just kind of, it's almost like they've, they're baking. They need, they need watered so much more often, which feels counterintuitive, except that they're inside. So they're not necessarily, they're not hibernating. They're like struggling, struggling for water. Right. I've had some of the same types of plants that I have now. I've had them before. And I don't know if it's because I'm in a different part of the country, but I'm finding it really interesting how they are reacting to the um, weather in the house here, the temperature in the house and how they need that much more water. And what's really weird is sometimes uh, the soil feels spongy, but they're still saying that they need more water. Yeah. And I have to be very careful with mine because if I overwater them, you know, I get like root rot and stuff like that. It's just, it's interesting. Um, I've really been thinking too about bringing plants into my house, my home. Um, which doesn't have a lot of good sunlight. My house is really shaded and my house is all electric heat. So it's dry also. So plants would just need a lot of tending. So I'm kind of thinking in terms of like, how do I keep something alive in a way that I have the energy to take care of it. And it also is going to get enough light to survive. I'm thinking some spider plants. I like spider plants. Yeah, I like them too. I love that they make babies. They have little pups and stuff. And then the danglies make danglies. Mm-hmm. I love that. And it's interesting because for winter solstice, um, I did a whole ritual around doing some burning. And then, like, I've kept the ashes to plant something in actually for spring. I was going to do it at the new year. And I decided to wait and let that let the ashes sit. I'm going to stick some soil in that container but I've been intentionally growing a plant baby to go in that container and it's a spider plant. I love carry through seasonal rituals like that. And I think that as humans, it's easy for us to become very separated from the fact that that's what nature's doing outside the window all the time. Mm-hmm. The leaves that are, that were there last year fell and they became the fertilizer that's helping things grow. Now it's easy for us to not see that, 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 that cycle is playing out every day in some fashion. And so when we craft rituals that directly link us to that cycle and we become involved with them, I think that that's brilliant. Yeah. I love that. Oh, yeah. I love it. And I, I, it's interesting cause I usually try to keep those rituals within the season I'm in. And this year I just was like, I need more time. Like this process needs more time. And it's not that I haven't been tending something from winter, but they're not being integrated until spring. Like I'm probably going to do that planting, transferring that plant over once spring hits. That'll probably be part of my ritual. Sounds good. Yeah. But I like, I like this transition into this season. I, I like this state. I like exploring it. I like talking to people about it. I like that, you know, I'm going to be able to walk more often. I live three blocks from my office and I, I ain't walking here in the winter, Yeah, (laughs) but 
I so look forward. I have a couple of clients that are newer. I've, you know, that I've picked up over the winter and as it's gotten warmer, we've talked about the weather and everything. And I, I always tell them, you know, when it gets warm out, if you don't see my car, don't assume I'm not here. It might mean that I was, you might see me trudging up the walk with a big straw hat on. <laughs> yeah. yeah, there's something special about straw hats at this time of the year for me. I don't know what it is. Yeah, it's not quite, not quite straw hat weather for me, but yes, I'm looking forward to floppy sun hat weather. Yeah, I've already broken mine out. I've already been sunburned. Yes, yes, last weekend I got sunburned, and I mean, I'm used to getting sunburned in July when it's cloudy here, but not in March. I, I completely did not expect to get sunburned. No, wow. That's bananas. Yeah, it is. And it's, yeah, I feel like the, the ones, the two seasons that really make sense to me around how fluctuating they are, and it is more fluctuating, but they've always been, you know, my birthday's in late April and it's a hundred percent. I've worn shorts on my birthday and I've also seen inches of snow on the ground on my birthday, you know, it's, there are seasons where like it can be comfortable to to allow the fluctuate you know in, in winter when we've had these days where it's like 60 degrees and we don't need to wear a coat at least in Ohio you don't wear a coat when it's 60 degrees out um it feels odd and it feels like out of alignment and it's still the fluctuations still like more pronounced than it was but in spring like we expect it we expect to like keep a I mean in Ohio we expect to keep an umbrella handy and a coat <laughs> And I don't know about sunscreen, but there's just, there's a lot going on. It just feels, I'm I'm able to surrender to it a little bit more during the two seasons where fluctuation is part of the season. It takes a while for my skin to get used to the sun again. And, you know, the possibility of burning and what I have to do to prepare for it. And my skin doesn't like that. Mm -hmm. I mean, not the burning, but, you know, the preparation of it. A lot of people will change skincare like skincare products based on warm months versus cold months. Like I, I actually managed to get, yeah, I get dry skin sometimes in winter while still managing to be like oily and acne prone. So there's like a whole different regimen I have in winter than, than in the summer um, where it's just, I'm, I'm worrying about different things. My skin feels totally different, needs different things. Sunscreen. I think summer. Summer is my least favorite season. Yeah, I don't like summer. I don't either. It is absolutely misery here. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I couldn't yeah. live where you do, Kelly. I'd have to move. It's hot and humid. It's it's just it's so hot. And you know, it's it's curious because growing up I wouldn't have said that. And it's partly because we were dirt poor and we, we didn't have air conditioning and and you know i think we were just more accustomed to it it didn't get this hot for this long that that was different you know it really only got hot like the latter part of july and august but now by may you know we're in the 90s and stay that way till september i mean i i don't know it's just it's just crazy now and i really 
don't feel a, a connection with it. And it's it's a disjoint for me to say that as much as I enjoy being outside and as much as that is a center of my spiritual practice. But yeah. I, I've definitely become more become more climate controlled in my old age. Yeah, I feel like my outdoor time in summer becomes very still. Like where can I sit under an umbrella? And like, or sit on the grass under a tree or, you know, if I'm taking a walk, it's somewhere that's shaded. It's a, it's like, I don't know, you know, summer has that whole energy of like action, but it also has a lot of energy of like, whoa, are you, there's, there's a need to look at like burnout because we're also like yeah engaging in all of that at like high noon where it's hot as fuck and there's nowhere to hide. And yeah, do you have enough water yep. and like. I like to look at self-care in summer in terms of, and not just like frivolous, like, have I had a bubble bath, um, which bubble baths are sure. awesome and important, but also like, am I hydrated? Do I have so much on my plate that I'm exhausted on top of being hot all the time? And spring doesn't quite have that. I mean, we have, we'll end up having hot days during spring, but it's not, it's not that August blazing who the fuck ordered oven temperatures kind of thing. Yep. Yep. And for me, it's even worse in September and October because I think it should be done with by then. And also mm -hmm. you get one of those hellishly hot days. And it's like, where did you come from? Yeah. Like motherfucker. I wanted to wear a cardigan today. Yeah. And I'm wearing a tank top. Yeah. Uh, so I will, I will briefly mention that for spring, um, I am offering, uh, I did this in winter too, and I think I talked about it on the podcast too, um, but I like to do seasonal gatherings. So I have another one starting for spring um, on Monday. It's on the website, um, but I'm, it's going to be the spring sessions for Soulfully in Season um, for my venture Soulful Focus. And we're going to talk about all this kind of stuff. There are going to be weekly gatherings. I'm going to have a solstice ob or a equinox observance on Wednesday. Um, and we're going to talk about this stuff. Like, how are you doing? What do you need? Are your systems working? What do you want to plant and why? And you can't plant all the things. So how do you figure out what you want to do with intention this season? What do you want to save? All of that stuff. I'm excited to nerd out about it. You can get more information on my website. Yay. But, um, Yay. Yeah, it sounds wonderful. I'm excited. And I, uh, I have a little bit more structure in mind after doing the winter. The winter sessions were very laid back because I was encouraging people to slow down during the hectic holiday season. But spring is a lot more like, hey, we can we can nerd out. We can get into things. We can really talk about the details. Um, we can celebrate, you know, however you got through winter celebrate the warmer weather um i there's a lot more energy to it and i'm really excited for that i'm doing a bunch of planner giveaways all kinds of stuff so you know what i like about experiences like that is that you're with a group of like-minded people mm -hmm. and that you can go in there and you can share your experiences they can be witnessed um they can be heard you feel like you're being heard so i think that's just hunky-dory good yeah i'm really looking forward mm -hmm. to it so, yeah, 
hit me up if you're interested. It's going to be a lot of fun. Um, I'm going to give some thought to the Ostara thing for, for Equinox. I know we have some books, but I hadn't even pulled them out. It's like these things sneak up on me. Yeah. A parent who's like, and also I think being a parent who's more pagan and animistic in my practices, I don't get the cultural reminder. No, you don't. So it's like, you know, Easter is like weeks away. Like, no, you know, every other parent has weeks before they need to like whip out the bunnies and the eggs and shit. And they also don't know what any of it means. Whereas I have to construct an observance from scratch that isn't supported by anything going on at school. I have to explain it all. Then my kid's yeah. going to go to it school and some kid's going to be like, that's not a thing. We're doing Easter. And then I'm going to have to talk to her about Easter. Um, yeah. So we'll see. Janet, don't you have a new website? Oh, yeah. I do have a new website. It's JanetRoper.com. New look to it, and it's so easy to navigate. And I'm not geeky like you two are, Kelly and Brandy, but this look geeks my little heart out because it's so easy. Thank you. It's so easy to navigate and to find things and new offerings there. So, yeah, that went in with the spring. I was very excited about And it went in before Mercury retrograde. That's really awesome. I kind of wish I had started talking about the spring sessions before Mercury Retrograde. The height of my Facebook ad campaign was during that like social media outage. Yes, yes. Yeah. I had a mild panic about that, but um, I'm kind of letting it be. It is what it is. Um, Your website looks amazing, though. And I love the reframing of like your role and what you're doing. And um, it, it feels really organic and very Janet. Thank you. You know, yeah. animal communicator just wasn't doing it anymore. So now it's animist, elder, and communicator. And mm-hmm. I got to say, I'm tickled pink about having that word elder in there. I never thought I would be, but it just, it was just what I needed, what the site needed. I love it. Thank you. What do you got going on, Kelly? You know what? I got the best review of Runic Book of Days today. And yeah, I mean, there have been lots of great reviews and there have been poor reviews also. And I just kind of take it all. But this person really got the book. And, and that just doesn't happen very often where they, they understand where the shortcomings in the subject matter are. And they're still devoted and inspired by the material to go to their own new place with it. That's like the best you can hope for. I love that. Yeah. I was very pleased. It was from Spiral Nature. I love it. And I'm actually looking at your book because it's on my little ledge that has all of my like spiritual reference books. You know, the books you just like, I kind of grab them week to week to look at what's going on. I'm on your shelf. You're on my shelf. Dang. Can't get any better than that. Mm Yeah. So... Yeah. Happy spring, everyone. Don't get drenched. Uh, Don't plant a bunch of shit right now. Think about it first. Yeah. Um, Unless you literally need to plant actual plants. Do that shit. That's fine. But just remember to think about, I, I mean, my thoughts on it are, remember that this is a transitional season. So you don't have to be full blast August level 
running around in your gym shorts and lifting weights and doing whatever, swimming laps, you could just be having your morning coffee. On the deck. Yep. All good. Yep. And we will, um, I don't think we've talked about it in an episode either, but we've kind of been doing an every other week format. Um, So we will probably see you in two weeks because that's been a little more manageable for us to talk about episodes and um, have secret time. Ooh, secret. Shh. In between episodes. Um, uh, so that's been a, it's been a manageable pace. And the more manageable this is for us to do in our spare time for everyone, the longer we're likely to do it. So. Well said. Yeah. To me, yep. it's a win-win every which way. Yes. So we will see you in a couple weeks and everybody have a wonderful spring. You too. Thank you. Thank you. you. Take good care, everyone. Bye-bye. Thank you so much for listening this week. If you'd like more information on Kelly, Brandis, or Janet, or to listen to past episodes of our podcast, get some more information on our resource page, you can find all of those tidbits at everydayanimism.tumblr.com. See you next week.